0: Hey Elevate, this first video by Dr. Jody Goins is about building effective and great teams. And some of my favorite notes from this video is defining reality, getting the right people, getting the right people in the right places and having a results driven environment. Enjoy this video. Hello. My name is Jody Goins and I have the wonderful honor and opportunity to serve as your Faith Promise Church Elevate presenter today. Today I will provide you with insight and strategies regarding effective leadership practices for the important task of building effective teams. Today's content will summarize major concepts in a concise fashion. To maximize your leadership investment, I would recommend that you take today's learning material and dive deeper into the content matter by including it in your personal growth plan and in your discussions with your small group and spiritual and leadership mentors. Now, as we get started, we have to have a conversation around leadership because leadership directly impacts the ability to build effective teams. What is leadership? Leadership is influence. Influence is then maximized by relationships. Relationships are forged within effective teams. Effective teams consist of high quality individuals who are then committed to a common goal for a unified purpose. When I start thinking about leadership and the impact that building an effective team can have on others, I'm often reminded of a quote from one of my favorite movies, It's a wonderful life. If you remember, in. In It's a Wonderful Life, Clarence the Angel says, strange, isn't it? Each man's life touches so many other, other lives. That's the same notion with leadership and the same notion with building effective teams. Your life, how you live your life and how you communicate your life will impact others. John Maxwell, New York Times bestselling author says this about leadership. Leadership makes a difference. Becoming a better leader pays dividends, but it takes great effort. Leadership requires a lot from a person. It is demanding and complex. Leadership is the willingness to put oneself at risk Leadership is the passion to make a difference with others. Leadership is being dissatisfied with the current reality. Leadership is the capacity to care and in caring to liberate the ideas, energy and capacities of others. Leadership is the dream made reality. Leadership is above all courageous. High quality leadership is absolutely critical and a necessity to the development of effective teams. So let's talk about how we build effective teams. The areas that we're gonna focus on today, the bedrock principles of building effective teams are, number one, defining reality. Number two, we have to select the right people for our team. The third piece is then to put the right people in the correct roles. And the fourth and final piece would be to create a results-driven environment. The first responsibility of the leader in building effective teams is defining reality. A team cannot succeed in any endeavor if they take a delusional approach to the work, thus avoiding reality. When I start thinking about defining reality, I'm often reminded of the principles presented to us from former chairman, and CEO of General Electric, Jack Welch. Here's what Jack Welch stated about defining reality in hopes of building an effective team. Number one, we must face reality as it is, not as it was or as we wish it to be, but as it is. The second principle, be candid with everyone. As leaders, it is our responsibility to make sure that we communicate openly, honestly, but also candidly with everyone. We can do this in a very grace-filled fashion where we can also be tactful, but yet candid with everyone. The third and final principle that Jack Welch stated was to change before you have to. To change before you have to means you're constantly challenging your team members and you're constantly assessing your team's progress. You must change before you have to, or you run the risk of becoming irrelevant. Leaders are responsible for being God-honoring and effectively communicating the reality of the current situation to their teams. This is the leader's responsibility. Leaders should communicate in truth, dignity, and respect while also doing it with grace. Sometimes this can be difficult for the leader in terms of trying to define reality because of the relationships that they may or may not have with current members of their team. You see, sometimes the leader may have friends on their teams. How do we address that situation? Although difficult and although uncomfortable, this is also the leader's responsibility for the sake of the team. John Maxwell states it this way, Anytime you ignore reality for the sake of the relationship, you will have problems. It is the leader's responsibility to always make decisions that's in the best interest of the organization while defining reality. After defining reality, an effective team is composed of the right people in the correct roles. Now don't misunderstand that. Those two elements go together. Right people in the correct roles. You can't have the wrong people in the correct roles or the right people in the incorrect roles. We have to make sure we understand how important these two elements are together, hand in hand. Right people in the correct roles. In order for a team to achieve its maximum potential, it is absolutely essential that leaders place their team members in areas that match their skill set and their gifting. Once again, it is the leader's responsibility to put their team members in areas that match their skill set and their gifting. Failure to do this will cause the individual to become frustrated, while the organization will become stagnant an inch closer to irrelevancy. John Maxwell states it this way. As a leader, you should always challenge people to move out of their comfort zone, but never out of their strengths up. Remember, leadership is directly connected to building effective teams, and leadership is all about placing people in the right place so that they can be successful. As we continue our discussion about building effective teams, the three principles that we've talked about thus far, defining reality, placing the right people in the correct roles, and the principle that we're going to talk about next of creating results-driven culture, I'm often reminded of an example involving Alabama football. Now, before you all think I'm pushing some type of Crimson Tide agenda, hear me out on this. From 1997 to 2006, the Alabama football team compiled a record of 51 wins and 56 losses. That's a winning percentage below 50%. But in 2007, something different happened, and it involved a change in leadership for Alabama. In 2007, Alabama hired Nick Saban as their head football coach. Since that time, the Alabama Crimson Tide has compiled a record of 100 wins and 18 losses, including four national championships. That's a winning percentage of 85%. Think about that for just a moment. A change in leadership where Coach Saban defined reality, he selected the right people and put them in the correct roles, led them to the accomplishment of their results-driven culture, their target of winning national championships. Effective teams know what their purpose, mission, and goals for accomplishment are. Additionally, effective teams always know the score of the proverbial game that they're playing and are constantly focused on the target that they're trying to hit. Let me give you a few examples of a few organizations and their goals and being a results-driven culture. Here at Faith Promise Church, the goal is to lead people into experiencing and growing their relationship with God and to honor the Lord Jesus Christ by enjoying Him and partnering with Him to build His church. Let's take another athletic example, University of Tennessee football program. The goal is year in and year out to win the SEC East Division, the SEC Championship, and to compete for the college football playoff national championship. What about the United States Department of Education? Their goal is to promote student achievement and preparation for global competitiveness by fostering educational excellence and ensuring equal access. And last, what about Google? We're all familiar with Google, but do we really know what their goal is? Do we know what their target is as a team? Google's goal is to organize the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful. So think about the four principles that we've talked about today in building effective teams. What are the leader's responsibilities? They are defining reality. First and foremost, the leader must define reality. After that, the leader has to select the right people and then put the right people in the correct roles. And then last but certainly not least, the leader has to help the team establish what the goals, the mission, and the purpose is so that we can create a results-driven environment.